Hi there, it's Kilar talking. Welcome to the today's and third episode of the Stars in Our Minds. I will be your host. I hope you all are doing great. I wish you a great day. Today, our topic is music, but it's not completely music. I'm going to focus on one specific artist and his songs. I want to introduce you to Conan Lee Gray, the 22-year-old musician and a rising star. I first saw him on a fan page, as I remember. Um, it was an edit video uh, with Conan's Maniac song. Then I started to listen to him continuously. I guess it was something like April 2020, but I'm not sure. Um, however, I got more addicted to his songs and now he's one of my favorite artists. Um, if you ask who Conan Gray is, he is an American musician and YouTuber with almost 4 million subs, uh, subscribers on YouTube. Um, Conan is best known for his original songs, but his covering other songs and vlog videos are successful as his original songs. When he was 21 years old, Conan has released a successful EP, Sunset Season, through Republic Records and even opened for Panic at the Disco. It's clear that Conan's fame is rising fast. So here I am, ready to tell you everything you need to know about him. As I said before, Conan is 22 years old. He was born on 5th of December 1998. Um, his birthday makes him a Sagittarius. Uh, personally, I don't believe in science, but they're making correct assumptions about persons sometimes. So, I don't know. I just don't believe in science. Conan is half Japanese and half Irish. As a baby, he and his family moved to Hiroshima, Japan to care of his grandfather. His family returned to the States when he was three and a half. Conan has stated that he spoke Japanese as a young child. He spent his teen years in Georgetown, Texas. Um, in an interview with Billboard, Conan described the town as having a lot of old people and a lot of cows and gas stations. Uh, he previously lived in Hiroshima, Japan and in California when uh, he was a very small child. Conan returned to California to attend USLA. Now he, uh, he lives in Los Angeles. Conan started making YouTube videos from an early age. He says this was due to him being a nostalgic kid. Um, by 12, he had started putting up videos of himself singing. Um, on his channel, he usually uploads a mix of original songs, covers, cooking videos with friends, and sit down straight to camera conversations. Personally, my favorite videos of him is sit down straight to camera conversation. It's just, it just feels like so sincere and I don't know, it just feels so nice and yeah, stuff like that. I don't know if you ever heard about it or knew about it, but Conan and Billie Eilish have been friends for a number of years, even before they bought Fund of Fame, and he credits her for helping him to navigate stardom. 
I think we both just kind of joke about how crazy it is. Like, it's just ridiculous. All of this is just ridiculous, he said. It's mostly just trying to find a little bit normalness in all this crazy stuff. Also, we can see one of uh, Conan's vlogs on YouTube. Uh, he is going to Billy's concert. And we can see the evidence of their friendship. Conan Gray's first studio album was Kid Crow. It was released in March 2020 and it was inspired by his pretty rough childhood in Texas. It reached number five in the Billboard chart and number two in the Rolling Stone chart. His musical influences include the Dixie Chicks, Lana Del Rey and Adele. But his number one lyricist is Taylor Swift. He even considered himself to be the biggest Swifty. I want to talk about my favorite songs by him one by one. But before that, I want to give credits to songmeaningsandfacts.com. Uh, I mostly get the knowledge from there when I am listening a song by Conan or any other singer uh, or I have just known it by the fan page or something like that. Yeah, I just want to give some credits. Conan's most known song is Heather and it's the viral track of Kid Curb album. Uh, it was released on 4th of September 2020 and he on Twitter, he stated that Heather is a track that he's especially emotional about. Indeed, he labeled it from his own personal perspective, the saddest song on his album. He tweets that um, Heather is a song on the album that I always cry to. I think it's the most honest recount of my love life at the moment. It's about a girl named Heather. I think everyone has a Heather in their life. The person that I really, really liked was in love with Heather. They were not in love with me because of, and because of that, I hated Heather. I hated Heather with all of my heart and my soul. I had no reason to hate her. Heather is a perfectly nice girl. She's sweet and she's pure and she smells like daisies. She's perfect, but I hate her. It's this humiliating thing to admit, but it's just true. I'm scared to see how people are going to react because it's, it isn't a good thing to think something like that. But I also think it's something that I have never really heard anyone admit. I'm sorry, Heather. You're a wonderful person. I think Conan is such a nice person that even in a situation like that, he apologizes to Heather. I don't know. I just feel like Conan is the nicest person that I have ever seen. But I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the next song I will talk about is Affluenza. It's uh, on Kid Crow as well. Um, although to some degree of the, uh, the lyrics of Affluenza are meant to be whimsical, uh, Conan Gray was inspired to write the song 
via his actual interactions with rich people's kids and it's quite obvious even without reading his explanation of the lyrics um, that these people were dealing with some serious issues indeed in analyzing the song we can determine that affluenza a well-known yet unverified mental condition is characterized by the domestic and social issues drug abuse and something like a vain spending of vast amounts of cash or another way of looking at it is that all of the money these people possessed was still not able to buy them continent, um, contentment and happiness. And at the end of the day, this is not meant to be a critique of materialism per se. Rather, the intended sentiment behind affluenza is to highlight how rich kids tend to have the same general issues growing up as those in lower economic classes. Um, in his song Affluenza, everyone has thought it was about Connor's family. But actually, Conan Gray said that he personally grew up in a financially challenged household. However, upon moving to LA, he started hanging out with these kids who grew up in Sailor Bridge. And upon doing so, he came to realize that they were absolutely miserable. And this line of reasoning ultimately brought him to conclusion that we all have a lot of the same problems. Um, also, I heard that he texted the situation to his uh, best friend Ashley about it and Ashley uh, texted him back with the word affluenza. Then he wrote the song then he wrote, wrote the song by the Ashley's text. but I'm not sure how true it is. Then there is Look Alike. It was the last song to be added on to Conan's debut uh, EP, Sunset Season. It's a song about lingering love. At the per live perf uh, performance, he said, I think everyone in life has that one person that they just fall so hard for and so in love with but no matter who you like afterwards after and no matter who you fall in love with from then on uh, you always kind of look for little pieces of them in them do they look like them do they act like them do they talk like them uh, this is a song named look alike next one is idle town Connell says in the video description that the song is a tribute to my senior year of high school for my friends, my town, my homes, and my memories. He also goes on to uh, thank his friend Ashley for helping him out with recording the video and thanks her for putting up with all his nonsense for and for giving him enough loves for a lifetime. Then there is Grow. This song is about Connell leaving his hometown in Texas and getting ready to grow in California where he is going to study at USLA. Then there is Crush Culture. 
It's also in uh, his first EP, Sunset Season. Um, when asked about the inspiration for the song during a Sidewalk Talk interview with Lauren Angel, Conan said, um, I have never dated anyone before. I'm like 19 and I still haven't uh, even had my first kiss yet. But like throughout high school, all my friends were always dating people and going to a lot of boyfriends and girlfriends and things like that. So I was always super bitter about it, you know. I would see them and I was like, ah, disgusting, You're, you, uh, you are so in love. And I didn't have it at all. Uh, I think crush culture came out of this spot of bitterness. I think everyone uh, everyone who is single kind of looks at people who are in love and you kind of want to be happy for them, but you are more, uh, more just like, kind of like god you uh like you all are so distinctly in love i want to be you but i can't so i'm just gonna beat you up you know <laughs> um then there is i know a place which is personally one of my favorite favorites yeah i have two kinds of favorites the normal favorites and the favorite favorites I know a place is about escaping the familiarity and bad memories of home so that you can feel free. Um, this song may be from the point of view of Conan as a child. As he said, uh, he has said he lived in an abusive household as a child and always wanted to escape. Uh, it was released on January 15, 2020, um, 2017. Um, however, it isn't released in any albums yet. It's only on his YouTube account. But still, it's so, so good. And this song is basically my favorite favorite. <laughs> um, there's two uh, other songs in Kid Crow that called can we be friends and online online love but they are more like a monologue not like a, an actual song it's only for 40 seconds or something and Connor says that he wrote these songs for his fans he said that he did everything about this song uh, songs by himself He edited them, he wrote them, he sang them, and he published them, of course. Um, it's more like a gift to his fans as he thinks. Then there is the cut that always bleeds. Conan has stated that this song is based on a real-life relationship he was in. Um, in the process, he implies that this was indeed a toxic romance. Um, EA, one that lowered his self-esteem. So, accordingly, this uh, was someone whom he was trying so hard to get over. Um, yet, whenever he was on, of course, of doing so, EA feel good and normal again. She would uh, remetrialize uh, remet and tear his heart into a million pieces again and just disappear. And he had grown at, uh, accustomed to this abuse. 
Um, moreover, on this particular night that he penned the tune, he was supposed to meet up with her, but rather come down with this insane flu and find himself bedridden. So it can be said that he wrote the card that always bleeds uh, at the height of his misery. Next up, we have the story. It is largely based on Conan Gray and his peers being members of troubled generation. Um, to me, this is the saddest song in Kid Crow, but uh, Conan Gray thinks Heather is the saddest song in Kid Crow. Um, yeah, in all verse of the song, Conan has stated a situation between his peers and himself and in all of the situation, uh, situations he talks up with the persecution these ch uh, children suffer as being just the way the world works but his concluding sentiment is that such is not the end of the story in other words sad youth can still work towards bringing about the desired changes in their lives, regardless of being dealt a bad hand in life, so to speak. He also stated that, wrote this song about him, uh, no, wrote this song about me and my friend's childhood. The, uh, there were times growing up that I thought life would never get better, that life would always be that painful. But I promise it's never the end of the story. I just realized that I have been talking so long and it's almost the end of this episode. So I'm just gonna say a few words about his latest single, Overdrive, and finish this episode in here. But maybe we can do another episode of... Uh, Conan Gray because I have more things to talk about him um, Yeah, so Overdrive the title of this song is derived from automobile jargon um, However within the context of the lyric It has nothing to do with cars, but rather serves as a metaphor and what if uh, what it points to is the singer rushing uh, into a romantic relationship. Um, yeah, it's basically the song. And we can also say that in, um, in fact, the best way to describe the song is as a love at first sight type of scenario yeah this song basically tells something like that and if you watch the um, music video you can understand that easily yeah that's the end of this episode i hope you enjoyed this episode as well as the previous one stay safe make sure your hands are clean enough Wear a mask all the time, don't forget that. If your mask is under your nose or if it is under your chin, it doesn't work. Don't forget that, please. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Stay safe. Bye.